0: We've been doing a study over the last few months on the the basic um, worldview of Christianity. Wow. What does being a Christian mean? Uh, the first month
1: we looked at the theology of Christianity. Theology, uh, the study of the Bible. Uh,
0: we, we looked at creation, and the creation told, told us that there was a God.
1: We looked at the Bible, and the Bible showed us very clearly that there is a God.
0: So creation shows us God exists, and
1: the Bible tells us what he Thinks
0: about life.
1: You're doing well. We're halfway there. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Alright, so th- then the next month we talked about philosophy. Philosophy, which is the big
0: picture. How does God see things? What's it like for God? We know how we see things, but how we see things is not the way that God sees things. We need to understand this life from God's perspective. So when we study philosophy, we looked at the Christianity from God's perspective. This month, we're going to focus on ethics. Ethics
1: is rules. Yeah. Okay. Is he getting that right? Sorry? Sharia. Yeah. Sharia, the law. It's very close to the law. Okay, um, I'll just get a drawing board here because I want to draw on the board as well. And I'll bring that here. Don't come over here, Michael. You just stay there. i am got to
0: draw on this board. Ethics and law are closely related. Sharia, sharia, or law, is the center. Sharia ko
1: From law, we build our
0: ethics. Uh, iko pale and ethics is the way you do something. Na jo, it's good and bad. So
1: when we talk about ethics, we're talking about something wrong with my phone, it's not switching through, it's counting up. Okay. Okay, go now. Uh, ethics. So
0: ethics is the study of good and bad. Uh, right and wrong. So it's
1: the, it's the principles that govern our lives. It's the, it's, it's the, the guiding principles
0: of our lives.
1: So when you're talking about ethics, you're talking about values, you're talking about good behavior, bad behavior, you're talking about doing the right thing. That's what ethics is. So what I want to do now is just have a little bit of a forum, a little discussion, and I'll, and I'll just take your mic for a second. Just stay there. And I, I'm, I want to ask this question, how important is ethics to our society? It's a funny little... Uh, uh, thing. And I think I'll just want just off the top of your head for a few minutes just have a chat what, how important is ethics to our society put your hand up remember the rules of forum. put your hand up and then only one person talk at the same time okay who's going to how important is ethics for our society let's let's see how important it is if you're here for the first time Craig you can speak that's okay <laughs> so ethics how important is it for us I mean, you're all sitting very quietly. You don't usually sit. Somebody over here, some, oh, one person over here, Chandel's is going to tell us how important ethics is.
0: I think ethics are important because it gives people a, um, it's protection and stuff, a way that um, they know is right and so,
1: stuff. So just about, every, just about every business or every um, um, career has an ethical base. So Liz, tell us about ethics as a psychologist. Um, Okay, well, now, I suppose, if you study psychology, you have, as a compulsory component of your study, you have to do two subjects, I think, in ethics to pass the end qualification. And as ongoing work, we have to do um, 10 hours of supervision a week whereby we meet with another psychologist who's more senior than what we are and they grill us a little bit about what we're doing with clients and how we're treating clients and making sure we're treating people in an ethical manner. So it's at the beginning of our study and then all through our practice, someone is actually speaking to us and talking to us about our ethics. So it's fairly central, yeah. Okay, so in in all of life's businesses, there are ethics. Ethics produce moral behaviour. So then when you go to a bank, the bank manager is going to do the right thing by you.
0: So it's core to our behavior. It starts from the law. And
1: from the law, we begin to get principles or the way of behavior
0: and then we do it this is the action if
1: we don't do the right thing we're, if we don't do the right thing we're, we're told we're immoral if we do the right thing we are moral nice
0: so,
1: so who defines what's right and wrong who defines what's a b- good choice and a bad choice? I mean, who establishes the boundaries for life and conduct?
0: Is it up to the individual? A choice? Is it up to you? you? You decide what's right and wrong for you? And just because you decide it is right
1: for you, does that make it right?
0: Is it up to the government to set the boundaries of society? And just
1: because the government says something is right or something is wrong, does it make it right or
0: wrong? If the government says it's
1: okay to abort babies, and we just read an article about uh, post uh, birth abortions, which means they kill infants as they're born, they kill them after they're born. There's, a, there's papers going out pushing that line. And
0: if it gets passed through the
1: government, is that right?
0: Just because
1: the government says it's okay to, to take drugs or to, to have sex before marriage, does that make it right?
0: government Where do we get our boundaries
1: from in society? If right and wrong are not defined by our opinion, what
0: defines them?
1: There is an absolute principle that that we discover as we grow up in life, and those values are discovered when we break them.
0: We discover wrong and right when we do the wrong. Immediately within us, our conscience bears witness with the fact that we've just done something wrong. God reveals an ethical order in, in, in the word of God. And our
1: conscience, created in the image of God, bears witness with that. Moral law is discovered. It's not um, learned in that regard. Like I can't say, okay, let's, let me have a, an idea to create a moral law. You can no sooner create a moral law than you can create another color.
0: Um, so your conscience
1: tells you what's right
0: and wrong. But you know
1: that you can mess with your conscience and so your conscience
0: doesn't feel wrong anymore. You can sit here today and you can say, I used to think that that was wrong. But
1: I just don't listen to that little voice anymore.
0: I just do what I want to do. And now I don't feel anything. I just do what I want to do. And therefore it's right because I don't feel guilty. The problem is it doesn't make it right. It's just that you made your conscience bad. Uh, haiko, haiko mubaya, lakini, ni kufanya, kale the
1: Bible tells us in Romans chapter 2 verses 14 and 15 uh, wa, wa Roma that the Gentiles, even though they didn't have the law of God, knew about the law of God because it was written on their
0: hearts. Uh, wale watu wa And they
1: would do, because of their conscience, what was lawful
0: because they had it written on their hearts. They were created in the image of God. The image of God. And therefore had his likeness on the inside. The, the, the problem is if there's no God, uh, hai ko mungu, then there's no good and bad. So in our society, we say there is no God. Uh, katika,
1: w- katika, in our society, we say there is no God. Deny God. Katika,
0: community. Community. Katika ma- Help me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna, you're
1: gonna know uh, Z- so <laughs> by the time this is over, Carlos. <laughs> you see, it's just an opinion. I mean, if it's, uh, one
0: person says, "I like chocolate." I like vanilla. That's my choice. One person says, I like love and mercy and compassion. And another
1: person says, I like hatred and cruelty and sadism.
0: And if there's no God, there is no defined right or wrong. It's
1: just all opinion. So in a, a, in a land where there is no God, where they say there is no God, men will do whatever they
0: want. Because there is no law that says they can't.
1: God is the one who defines what good is because of his character. His character is good. God God is God is absolutely
0: good. So because he's absolutely good, he defines absolute goodness. And so because God is creator, the creator decides what is right and wrong. Now a guy
1: called Schaefer,
0: a man called Shafa, uh, he said all things are not the same with God. So what he was saying was he said some things get God really angry. When God looks at man, he doesn't see things all the same. He looks down and he sees some things that make him very angry. And some things make him happy. And he decides what
1: and he decides what makes him angry.
0: And what
1: makes them happy? Not
0: us. So God is, a one, is the one who is defining good and bad. Christian ethics is finding out what ticks God off, what y- makes God angry and avoiding it. Okay, the Bible says that the wrath of God, anger of God, is revealed from heaven against all that which is ungodly. So what God does is he's looking down on us, And he's deciding between what is good and what is ungood, not good. What is godly and what is ungodly. What is right and what is
1: wrong and he has an attachment to that he says I like this and I don't like that
0: it's not us who tells God what is good and bad God
1: tells us what is good
0: and bad and he reveals what is good and bad
1: clearly in the Old Testament and the New Testament
0: in the Bible God's Ten
1: Commandments
0: Clearly show us what God likes and what he doesn't like. The
1: teaching of Jesus in the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter
0: five chapter? Uh, chapter five. Uh,
1: clearly shows what Jesus says is good behaviour.
0: And then Jesus actually sums it all up by saying, Uh, by saying, this is uh, uh, the, the greatest commandment to love God with all your heart. Uh, And to
1: love your neighbor as yourself.
0: And he says,
1: if you keep this ethic of love,
0: he says, then you've completed the whole law. So
1: here we have it. The
0: law starts in the middle. The ethics or the principles are developed from the law and that produces our moral behavior. So the law defines the way we treat our fellow man. Because
1: we begin to develop an ethic with regard to the
0: homeless.
1: The law also shows us our responsibilities with regard to
0: war. And even in war, there are ethics. You, you, you can't,
1: um, you can't uh, carry out certain acts in law which are deemed to be Incorrect, and that's why the court, the criminal courts, take those uh, army officers to court when they abuse people,
0: Um, even in war.
1: Law also defines the responsibilities that we have in relationships with one
0: another. In our society, in our interpersonal relationships. Whether we gossip, whether we tell lies. Whether we commit adultery or whether we covetous. This uh, This is what ethics is all about. So let's look at the Ten Commandments. Uh, These
1: are
0: are the things that offend a holy God.
1: Our Father is really offended by breaking the Ten
0: Commandments. Uh, The first
1: commandment is that you should have no other gods beside
0: him. And what he's
1: saying there is he wants your whole heart. He doesn't want only part of it. He
0: wants you. God gets really angry when he can't have all of you. You were created for God. Your heart was created for God. You were created to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And when God doesn't have your whole heart, this really makes him angry. God will express
1: his wrath against people who don't give them his whole heart. The second commandment tells us that we're not to create an image or an
0: idol. I see
1: the difference between the first one and the second one is being what we think and
0: what we do if we get an idol in our mind, we have an idol in our mind before we create it with our hands. And
1: so if we build something, it can be a business, it can be wealth, it can be status,
0: it can be, it can be anything. And if we love that more than God, God gets angry about that. God loves you and he wants you for himself. The
1: third commandment tells us that we have to um, honor his name.
0: Don't take
1: the Lord's name in vain.
0: And, and
1: That's disrespect. If you take my name in vain,
0: uh, you
1: probably speak bad about
0: me. Uh, that's just Mark. Uh, you might even create a A slur about my name. Oh, you're
1: just doing a marked
0: read. That
1: may be a negative thing.
0: That's taking my name in vain. When you do that with God, what you're
1: doing is you're saying something like, Jesus
0: Christ, because you hit your foot. Uh, You you,
1: you say those words not because you worship
0: God. You use his name as swearing. That
1: makes God angry.
0: Because
1: it's the height of disrespect. And then he says uh, the fourth thing he says he, he wants you to keep the Sabbath day holy.
0: Sabbath
1: day was the day of rest. The day of rest was the day that we devote to God.
0: To spend
1: time with him.
0: So by keeping the Sabbath day, and ya, ya Sabbath, we show that we're committed to God. That we love him. That we want to spend time with him. And that keeps us focused in him. When
1: we throw this Sabbath day away, we say, okay, God, you're not important.
0: You're not the middle of my life. I don't
1: need to spend time with you.
0: And the day that you want to meet with me, I'm too busy to see you. And that makes God angry. Because you were created for God.
1: And Jesus died so you could have a relationship with Him.
0: If
1: we look at the the last six
0: commandments,
1: we see that those six commandments that Jesus gives, that the the law gives us,
0: show us how to interact with each other. The The
1: fifth commandment tells us to honor our mother and father. To respect your mother and father. Now, this is a big one because, you know, in our society,
0: Uh, the adolescents in our society uh, know
1: more than their parents
0: do. They're smarter. Uh, sana. They're brighter, now, awo, niw, sana. they're more intelligent, sana. they're
1: better looking, pendeza. they're more tech-heavy, they're more aware of what's going on in
0: life. Uh,
1: Parents don't know
0: like they know. Um, so to listen to your mother or your father is kinda of lame. It's sick. It's because you know what would they know?
1: But God says they do know because they were adolescents once, and once they got through adolescence, they discovered they didn't know very much.
0: Uh, lakini mungu sema and they love you so much, na wa, sana. they want to protect you wakuchunge. from the stuff that hurt them. Kwa mambo ile, mbo ile, mbo ile
1: and when you don't listen to your mother and the father,
0: na kwa wako, and you decide to do your own thing. This makes God angry. God doesn't like that at all. We're told in the, in,
1: the, in the law that we should not
0: kill. We're told we should not steal. We're told we should not lie. We're told we should not commit adultery.
1: Do uh, you know what adultery is? Not really. That's good. It's good. Stay that way. <laughs> you don't want to know that. You should not have wrong relationships with another man's wife or another man's husband.
0: usilale uh, na
1: naume And w- another woman's husband, and we're not to be immoral. Uh, you know, sex before marriage. Not
0: to see, to, see, uh, to na Yeah, that's that. And it says we're not to be covetous. Uh, Do you
1: know what covetousness is? No. It's reading all those magazine things that come in the post and saying, I need one of those, I need one of those, I need one of those, once you've already got them in your house. Uh, to see, to it's like you can't get enough.
0: It's always you want more. Yeah, to squenatama.
1: Yeah. That's covetousness. Our society is built on covetousness.
0: Our society is built on covetousness. And that's what made God angry. See, the law defines lawless. Um, I'm going
1: to read this passage of Scripture to you. Listen to what the, the Scripture says. We know that the law is made not for righteous, but for lawbreakers and for rebels. Okay, so when we talk about the law, it's not made for righteous people, it's made for those who break
0: the
1: law. It says that law is made for the ungodly and for the sinful and the unholy and the irreligious. For those who kill their fathers and mothers. It says for adulterers and perverts. For slave traders and liars and perjurers. And for whoever else is contrary to sound doctrine. That's what the law is for. The law is there for those who are breaking
0: the law. So if you break the law... God lets you know you broke it. If you do the right thing, the law isn't for you. The law is for those who break the law. And the law, through the law, we may are conscious of sin. In Romans chapter
1: 3 verse 20, it says, Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law we become conscious of sin. Wow. <laughs> okay, you become aware of sin.
0: When you break the law. Wakati unafunja sheria. So, what happens on the inside? Sir, nini mwako. You're going through life, and
1: you made a decision Is in front of you between one or
0: two. Uh, ambao now, inside, the conscience speaks. <inaudible> it says the right thing to do is number two. But your mind says, but
1: I like number one.
0: All my friends at school have number one. Everybody I know does number one. Why shouldn't I do number one? And then your conscience says because number two is right
1: and number
0: one is wrong. Then you need
1: to decide what action you will take.
0: If you argue the point against God, you will do number one. And as soon as you do number one, you will feel inside guilt. Because
1: guilt tells
0: you you have broken The law. You have broken the ethic. You have done the wrong thing. And when you do the wrong thing, we know that you get paid for doing the wrong thing. In the Bible, we're told if you do the right thing, you'll get rewarded. It says if you do the wrong thing, You'll get rewarded.
1: You actually earn wages for
0: doing the wrong thing. When I first started to work, I worked for my father. And we worked in New Zealand. And I was
1: very happy because I was getting paid big money.
0: A dollar a day and in the end of the day I got $7 a week that was good came to Australia, came to Australia. it was better times in Australia we got $5 a day so at the end of the week I got $35 I was happy I was happy because i was earning wages because kwa sababu nilikuwa na napata ya mingi when we live life gesetu nashi
1: we earn wages
0: tuna we going to get paid ah tunalipwa god is going to pay us mungu atatulipa if you break the law ukifundia sheria he says the wages of sin is death ah inasema utakulipa ni kifo so surely as you do that, God looks in his book and puts a mark beside your name. And he says to you, I have some wages to give you. So if Phoebe is doing the wrong thing, because she's yani, not listening to me, and <laughs> scribbling on a book, and that's dishonoring then God will put a cross beside her name and say that's the wrong thing and this wage is coming now
1: that's a terrible, terrible thing to be thinking about because who's able to do the right thing all the time put up your
0: hand no one. Akuna.
1: That was the first wrong thing you did, Rashad. That's a number nine. You told a lie. You see, we all have sinned. And
0: we've fallen short of God's glory. The, the
1: Bible tells us that the purpose of the law was to
0: bring us to Jesus. tuambia kama sheria ilikuwa kwa kutuleta kwa mungu. So we know the right and wrong thing to do. Uh, And we're aware that we do the wrong thing all the time. So inside of us we think
1: we need some help here. I can't escape the, the wages that are coming if God doesn't help me.
0: And when the Bible tells
1: us that When we came in faith, we were locked up in the law. We were locked up under
0: law. So that when Jesus came, we could have faith. We could have faith in Him. And He could forgive us for our sins and cleanse our lives. So the purpose of the law was to bring us to Jesus. So our conscience actually tells us what's wrong and it prepares us for Jesus. And when we come to Jesus, we come to a new and living way. The way of Jesus is different. Rather than tell us not what to do, Uh, he tells us how to live. He doesn't say, don't do this. He says, this is what I want you to do. And in this Beatitudes, Uh, he shows us the attitudes of being. uh, the... The way to live. Every one of those Beatitudes, and I'm not going to go through the whole lot of them because there's a few of them there now, show us how
1: to live this life in God.
0: And if we're loving God and loving Jesus, our
1: deepest desire is to please Him. The greatest commandment we are told is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And
0: love your neighbor as yourself. If we
1: live by the ethic of
0: love, living by the ethic of love gives us a new and bright life to live. It's the question then is how much do we love God? And how much do we want to be changed by God? Now I can sit here and I can say to you, Uh, Don't worry about what I'm saying. you You make your own rules. You live your own life. You decide, right well, and, uh, you decide what's right and wrong. You decide what's right and wrong. Uh, Don't listen to the word of God. And if I were to tell you that, then this church would be dead. You see, because
1: the Bible says that the church is meant
0: to show forth God's glory. Ina, ina, biblia kama. We're meant to shine a light. We're meant to show the way. The ethic of love Uh, is the way we are to live. Ask
1: yourself the question how
0: much do I love God?
1: Do I love him more than anything
0: else? Do I
1: love him so much I
0: want to obey him? How
1: much do I love my fellow
0: man? Do I love my mother and father so much that I will obey them? Do I love uh,
1: authority? Because authority is good and it's there to keep us safe. Do I love authority well enough that I should obey authority?
0: Do I love love God so that He can control my whole life? Or have
1: I taken God out of the center and put self in the center? So rather than God defining what's right and wrong,
0: I'm I'm telling God. Our
1: society is full of people who are telling God
0: That's right and wrong. We've got to get to this place in God where we desire to be like Jesus.
1: It says in Ephesians chapter 4.13 Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We want to be full
0: like Jesus. Full of God. His thoughts. His ways. And when we come full of God. What's right and wrong is determined by God. And our lives will be lived to please
1: Him. Paul prays this prayer, and we pray it in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Paul is praying that we become like Jesus and reflect God. anaomba,
0: mungu. Friends, ethics is a big subject. Sheria ni masomo murefu. It's a big subject because it deals with everything that we live in. My children used to fight over toys. You know, they
1: would, they, they would have a game there and Nathan would want to play with the game and she, he would fight with Jade or Renee. Um,
0: so I take the game,
1: and I go. I'm going to smash the game. Um,
0: so, I oh, don't, don't, don't break the game, and I why would I keep the game? What's more important? The children living and playing together in harmony. Loving one another. Or
1: this possession.
0: You know, we love things more than we love people. That's an ethic. We would rather have the thing than have the person. Nathan was happy to have the toy and play it. And it didn't bother him if he didn't have his sister. Listen. There's an ethic there. Love people more than things. We get it all mixed up in our heads. We get it all confused in our heads. And we begin to fight over stuff. Rather than look at what the stuff is doing.
1: We fight over stuff that can be broken and thrown away
0: and stolen. And we
1: lose the relationship that God has given us.
0: That should last forever.
1: That's Christian ethics.
0: It affects,
1: it affects every part of our
0: life.
1: You need to think this one through clearly. You need to think. Yep, that's. The, word. <laughs> hii. the devil has been screwing with your head.
0: ana katika He's been making good evil and evil good. mazuri na mazuri So what you think is good is really evil. And what other people think is evil is really good.
1: So we say, I believe God and his Ten
0: Commandments. And one day they'll kill me for that. Uh, Well,
1: this society will become secular, or it's already secular, will become secular, anti-God.
0: And when it's bad enough, uh, if
1: I say I believe in God, uh, they will take me out and say, we can't afford to have you hanging around in our community.
0: Well, don't, it, it
1: already happens in our world.
0: If you go to China, you can't speak about Jesus because They'll take you away. There's
1: no freedom of religion.
0: If
1: you go to Um, other countries in this world, if you go to Malaysia and start to preach about the gospel of Jesus,
0: they'll
1: probably take you out and kill
0: you.
1: So why would you think it would not happen
0: here? You see, already in this place, your head is screwed. Because
1: when you go to the scripture and you read the
0: scripture, you think
1: you can argue with God on points that you don't agree with.
0: He says you shouldn't lie.
1: But it's okay to lie if you're getting out of trouble,
0: hey? But you think, you
1: it's okay to lie if you're
0: getting what you want.
1: So we change the rules. And we think that God will sit by and turn a blind
0: eye. God sees. And He is upset
1: with
0: that.
1: So when we come to prayer today, I want you to just recognize that ethics has to do with the way you live.
0: How you think about life. And
1: the decisions that you make about good and
0: bad. So
1: let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you're here speaking to our hearts. That you set down the principles of right and wrong before we were even created. That you made us in your image and you put your law within our hearts, Father, so that we could choose right and wrong when we lived. Father, you breathed into us so that we would understand and that we would know those things that would keep us safe. But we have transgressed, Father, and we have gone from your ways. We have set ourselves up as the lawgiver on the inside and decided that we would make those calls, the ones that you have already made. And Father, I would ask that you would forgive us for doing that, that you would set up within us a desire to be like Jesus, a desire to do what Jesus did, Father, to obey you in every regard. And Father, I pray that day, Father, that you would change our hearts, change our lives, that we would be more like Jesus every day, that we would live in the ethic of love, that we would do those things which are loving to you, Father, and do those things which are loving to our fellow man. Help us to honor you in everything we pray, in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you.